place of prayer. I am your host, Dayla Smith. I am so glad that you could join me today. Today we are discussing Ephesians 6, 10 through 11. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. In these last days, we are going to experience more trials and temptations like we never have before. But be of good courage. We don't have to live a defeated lifestyle. 1 Peter 1, 3, 8 Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, which according to his abundant mercy hath begotten us again unto a lively hope by the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead to an inheritance incorruptible and undefiled, and that fadeth not away, reserved in heaven for you, who were kept by the power of God through faith unto salvation, ready to be revealed in the last time. Wherein ye greatly rejoice, though now for a season, if need be, ye are in heaviness through manifold temptations. This means being hit from all sides. That the trial of your faith being much more precious than of gold, but perisheth, though it be tried with fire, might be found unto praise and honor and glory at the appearing of Jesus Christ, whom having not seen ye love, in whom, though now ye see him not, yet believing ye rejoice with joy unspeakable and full of glory. 1 Peter 4, 1 through 5. For as much then as Christ hath suffered for us in the flesh, arm yourselves likewise with the same mind. For he that hath suffered in the flesh hath ceased from sin, that he no longer should live the rest of his time in the flesh to the lusts of men, but to the will of God. For the time past of our life may suffice us to have wrought the will of the Gentiles, when we walked in lasciviousness, lust, excess of wine, revelings, banquetings, and abominable idolatries, wherein they think it strange that you run not with them to the same excess of riot, speaking evil of you, who shall give account to him that is ready to judge the quick and the dead. Keep in mind he's talking about the accuser of the brethren bringing false accusations against the child of God, because he is not behaving as those around him according to Revelation 12.10. Hallelujah. My brothers and sisters in Christ, things are not as they always appear. 2 Corinthians 4.18 While we look not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporal, but the things which are not seen are eternal. We have to rely on the leadership of the Lord Jesus Christ like never before. We have to rely on the Holy Ghost like never before. We are in the last days. The Father is wrapping things up. You have to have a real relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ, the Father, and the Holy Ghost. It is the only way to survive these last days. You must know your Bible insight now and again. You must know your Bible inside and out to gain wisdom and to be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. Satan is our adversary and we need all the wisdom from God we can get. Paul says we are to be strong in who? 
in the Lord and the power of his might. Paul is saying that the battlefield belongs to the Lord. We are in Christ. All we need to do is stand and see his salvation. Zechariah 4, 6. Then he answered and spake unto me, saying, This is the word of the Lord undeservable, saying, Not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit, saith the Lord of hosts. The battle is and always will be his. Joshua 5, 13-15 And it came to pass when Joshua was by Jericho that he lifted up his eyes and looked and behold there stood a man over against him with his sword drawn in his hand. And Joshua went unto him and said unto him, Art thou for us or for our adversaries? And he said, Nay, but as captain of the host of the Lord am I now come. And Joshua fell on his face to the earth and did worship and said unto him, What saith my Lord unto his servant? And the captain of the Lord's host said unto Joshua, Loose thy shoe from off thy foot, for the place whereon thou standest is holy. And Joshua did so. He will teach you to war if you are willing to stop, stand, listen, and obey. Second Chronicles twenty fifteen through 17 And he said, Hearken ye, all Judah, and ye inhabitants of Jerusalem, and thou king Jehoshaphat, thus saith the Lord unto you, Be not afraid nor dismayed by reason of this great multitude, for the battle is not yours, but God's. Tomorrow go ye down against them. Behold, they come up by the cliff of Ziz, and ye shall find them at the end of the brook, before the wilderness of Jeru. Ye shall not need to fight in this battle, Set yourselves, stand ye still, and see the salvation of the Lord with you. O Judah and Jerusalem, fear not, nor be dismayed. Tomorrow go out against them, for the Lord will be with you. Remember, when you become a child of God, you have now signed up to be in the Lord's army. You will be doing what you are practicing on this side, on the other side. We will be in his army on this side and on the other side. So my advice is for all of us to get prepared now. The Lord tells us how to warm up for war. You know, flex your muscles. Or should I say, your faith muscles? <laughs> Remember, the battle is the Lord's. Therefore, we need to have a deeply rooted relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. He goes before us. Deuteronomy 3, 31, 8. And the Lord, he it is that doth go before thee. He will be with thee. He will not fail thee, neither forsake thee. Fear not, neither be dismayed. In Isaiah 14, 24 through 30, 32, The Lord of hosts has sworn, saying, Surely as I have thought, so shall it come to pass. And as I have purposed, so shall it stand. That I will break the Assyrian in my land. And upon my mountains tread him underfoot. Then shall his yoke be, depart from off them, and his burden depart from off their shoulders. This is the purpose that is purposed upon the whole earth. And this is the hand 
that is stretched out upon all the nations. For the Lord of hosts have purposed, and who shall disannul it? And his hand is stretched out, and who shall turn it back? In the year that King Ahaz died was this burden. Rejoice not thou, whole Palestina, because the rod of him that smote thee is broken. For out of the serpent's root shall come forth a cockatrice, and his fruit shall be a fiery flying serpent. And the firstborn of the poor shall feed, and the needy shall lie down in safety. I will kill thy root with famine, and he shall slay thy remnant. Howl, O great city! Cry, O city! Thou whole Palestina art dissolved. For there shall come from the north a smoke, and none shall be alone in his appointed times. What shall one then answer the messengers of the nation? That the Lord hath founded Zion, and the poor of his people shall trust in it. In this passage, the Lord is referred to as the Lord of hosts, Jehovah Sabaoth, or Adonai Sabaoth, Sabaoth. The Lord of hosts is one of the names of God used 235 times in the Bible. The literal meaning in Hebrew is Lord of armies. Sava is the word for army and what today refers to the Israeli defense force. Sava'ot is plural, multiple armies. The Merriam-Webster Dictionary gives us a lot of help with the concept here. We find a range of different but related ideas. A large organized body of armed personnel trained for war, especially on land. A great multitude, for example, an army of birds. A body of persons organized to advance an, a cause. In Hebrew, in the Strong's Concord, Exhaustive Concordance, it is seba, feminine, or seba, masculine. The definitions are to mass, an army of or servants, assemble, fight, perform, muster, wait upon, war, a mass of persons or figuratively things, especially regularly organized for war, an army. By implication, a campaign, literally or figuratively, specifically, hardship, worship, appointed time, army, battle, company, service, soldiers waiting upon, war, warfare, host. The Lord has a heavenly army, therefore he is the Lord of hosts. Here is a passage I love. I catch this vision whenever I am in warfare. Here's how you walk in victory. Let's look at Elijah the prophet and his servant. 2 Kings chapter 6. And now the sons of the prophets said unto Elijah, Behold now, the place where we dwell with thee is too straight for us. Let us go, we pray thee, unto Jordan, and take thence every man a beam. And let us make us a place there where we may dwell. And he answered, Go ye. And one said, Be content, I pray thee, and go with thy servants. And he answered, I will go.
So he went with them, and when they came to Jordan, they cut down wood. But as one was felling a beam, the axe head fell into the water, and he cried, and said, Alas, master, for it was borrowed. And the man of God said, Where fell it? And he showed him the place. And he cut down a stick and cast it in thither. And the iron did swim. In other words, it floated. Therefore, said he, Take it up to thee. And he put out his hand and took it. Then the king of Syria warred against Israel and took counsel with his servants, saying, In such and such a place shall be my camp. And the man of God sent unto the king of Israel, saying, Beware that thou pass not such a place, for thither the Syrians are come down. And the king of Israel sent to the place which the man of God told him, and warned him of, and saved himself there, not once nor twice. Therefore the heart of the king of Syria was sore troubled for this thing. And he called his servants and said unto them, Will ye not show me which of us is for the king of Israel? And one of the servants said, None, my lord, O king. But Elijah the prophet that is in Israel telleth the king of Israel the words that thou speakest in thy bedchamber. And he said, Go and spy where he is, that I may send and fetch him. And it was told him, saying, Behold, he is in Dothan. Therefore sent he thither horses and chariots and a great host. And they came by night and compassed the city about. And when the servant of the man of God was risen early and gone forth, behold, an host compassed the city, both with horses and chariots. And a servant said unto him, Alas, my master, how shall we do? And he said, Fear not, for they that be with us are more than they that be with them. And Elijah prayed and said, Lord, I pray thee, open his eyes that he may see. And the Lord opened the eyes of the young man, and he saw. And behold, the mountain was full of horses and chariots of fire round about Elijah. And when they came down to him, Elijah prayed unto the Lord and said, Smite this people, I pray thee, with blindness. And he smote them with blindness, according to the word of, of Elisha. And Elisha said unto them, This is not the way, neither is this the city. Follow me, and I will bring you to the man whom you seek. But he led them to Samaria, and it came to pass, when they were coming to Samaria, that Elijah said, Lord, open the eyes of these men, that they may see. And the Lord opened their eyes, and they saw. And behold, they were in the midst of Samaria. And the king of Israel said unto Elijah, when he saw them, My father, shall I smite them? Shall I smite them? And he answered, Thou shalt not smite them. Wouldest thou smite those whom thou hast taken captive with thy sword and with thy bow? Set bread and water before them, that they may eat and drink and go to their master. And he prepared great provision for them. And when they had eaten and drunk, he sent them away, and they went to their master. So the bands of Syria came no more into the land of Israel. You see, when you are a child of God, God will defend you. Why? 
because of the great sacrifice of his son, Jesus Christ. The Lord loves us. He wants to be our everything. He wants to provide and protect us. That is why we must give him all the glory. Whenever Israel went to fight a battle, they would go to the Lord and pray. They would only mention the plans of the enemy in a few sentences, but they would glorify the name of the Lord before they would tell him the plans of the enemy. Then afterwards, after they finished speaking of the plans of the enemy, they would go back to glorifying their Lord because that allowed their vision to be opened to see just how great a victory they were about to win. 1 John 4, 4. Ye are of God, little children, and have overcome them, because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. It is in the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit you have the victory. The blood of Jesus Christ paid for our victory. His sacrifice was so pure and so holy that if it weren't for Christ's prayer of forgiveness, the earth and all of its inhabitants would have been destroyed. Do you see how blessed we are? Do you see the Father and the Son's great love for us? There is none beside it. Romans 8, 35-39 Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation, or distress, or persecution, or famine, or nakedness, or peril, or sword? As it is written, for thy sake we are killed all the day. We are counted as sheep for the slaughter. Nay, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. For I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature, shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Isn't this awesome? Is it making sense to you? We need to know who we are in Christ Jesus, that we have the victory through his blood sacrifice. Also, we need to learn about his sincere love for us. It is because of his forgiving, pardoning, blood sacrifice that we have the victory. Do you want to know this Jesus who loves you so much that nothing can stop his great love for you? Only you can stop him. Only you hold the decision to walk away from this divine love being offered to you. If you do not know the Lord Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior, let me introduce you to him. It is real simple. First, you must acknowledge that you are a sinner in need of a Savior. Ask him for his forgiveness for all of your sins and call them out to him. Thank him for his forgiveness and forgive those who have sinned or transgressed against you. Then repent. Repent means to change your mind concerning sinful habits. Change your choice making. Let him influence your choice making decisions as you get in his holy word. Ask him to be Lord over your life. I want to pray this prayer with you. But this is just another outline. The real work begins after I pray with you. Lord Jesus, I confess my sins and ask for your forgiveness. Please come into my heart as my Lord and Savior. Take complete control of my life. And help me to walk in your footsteps daily. 
by the power of the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord, for saving me and answering my prayers. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, I hope you enjoyed today's message. I am so sorry it was late getting to you. The enemy did not want you to have this information. But we made it through the message. I made it through and got it to you. Thank you so much for listening and for all of your support. It is so needed. Have a blessed week. Thank you.